The final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. Oh, the final score of Wrexham 1, barely 1. It was an unbelievable evening at the race course. The Take Wrexham Higher campaign started off, certainly with a bang. Wrexham's biggest crowd of the season, over 7,000, sort of main they'll never, ever forget. Wrexham denied by a 90 seconds minute goal, having played the last half hour nine men. An incredible match, but well, will our points be enough at the end of the season? Will they look back on the third injury time goal that they've conceded in the Brian Carey and feel that it's cost them? Wrexham started off at a decent tempo, but Berry, who'd lost the last five games, started to settle fairly well. It was the first half a few chances, in all honesty. A quick Valentine free kick. Nice and genius thinking by the fullback, picked out Neil Roberts, and he managed a lovely back heel to find Mark Jones on the edge of the area. His shot though was blocked, and when it fell to Lee McEvely, he hit a shot in which was blocked also. The only real danger Berry showed in the first half was from the long throws of Dave Chalner. From one of those, Ruddy, in for the injured Mike Ingham, came out to the near post, missed his punch completely, and Glenn Hurst from six yards out hit an overhead, which was heading for the target, but Ryan Valentine was there to clear off the line. In the 33rd minute, having really not seen much <coughs> danger in either penalty area. It was a delight of the decent crowd when Wrexham took the lead. It all started off when Mark Jones made a smashing tackle in midfield and fed McKevley in the halfway, and he carried it before we feeding it over to the left-hand side. Clellan drove in a flat cross. Mark Jones tried to get ahead of his man and flick it past him to blast it in. He flicked it on too strongly, but it fell to McKevley, who maybe was offside, and he lashed the ball past the keeper, Andy Warrington, to give Wrexham the lead. Moments later, McCavley, just like on last Saturday at Barnet, had his tail up and immediately wanted more. He got the ball from a flick of a throw-in, knocked it on. Neil Roberts made a deft little return ball to him. McCavley from wide on the left, 25 yards ahead, a spectacular volley which soared just wide of the far post. The second half started with Wrexham, knowing that they could trouble Barry, but also aware that the defence really had looked a bit leaky in the first half. They started well enough. Neil Roberts doing well. He was outstanding up front to beat his man to get that round of the back of the defence on the left-hand side and ripping the terrific ball. McEvely and Jones lunging for it a couple of yards out under the bar, just beaten to it, or they would have knocked it into an empty net. Berry, on the other hand, had the occasional dangerous break. Pugh was very sharp down the right-hand side and was using his pace. And indeed, his duel of Ryan Valentine was one of the highlights of the first hour of the match, although it was to end prematurely. Fortunately for Wrexham, Andy Bishop, who up front for Barry has done very well on the struggling side, scoring goals and was certainly prolific last year for York, was wasteful. He had a shot from close in, blocked well by Gareth Evans, and when the rebound fell to him, he lashed it wildly over. They weren't to be the first time as he was to spurn an opportunity to punish Wrexham. However, the key moments of the match came early in the second half. Firstly, Chris Llewellyn lunging in rashly and two-footed on Jason Kennedy, got himself a straight red card. And in all honesty, really, it was a crazy challenge. He's already been sent off once for a similar tackle against Bristol Rovers and should have really been against Wickham as well. And Llewellyn got his marching orders. Scott Matthewson, a referee who's never been a popular one of the Wrexham fans and took a lot of abuse from the rabid crowd, but really probably left with no option. Then on an hour... He added to that. Ryan Valentine broke down the flank. He seemed to be tripped by Pew. Nothing was given. He stumbled and then lunged wildly and rashly high on Paul Scott and late. And again, Mattison showed a second red card. There was a confrontation between Valentine and Scott and between Valentine and Chalner as he left the pitch. And all of a sudden, Wrexham were down to nine men. Now, having said that, for a long period then, Wrexham managed to spoil and 
cut up the match and really nothing was happening. Barry didn't manage to put pressure on him and certainly didn't look to be creating chances. Although Wrexham did ride their luck in the space of one minute when twice Bishop spurned opportunities. Twice he was clear on goal, one-on-one through the middle of Ruddy. The first time he drove a shot but Ruddy stood up well and managed to parry it. And then just a minute later he was clear again but he lashed his shot well over when he should have done much better. Maxim were digging on heroically. The crowd were getting behind them and roaring on, cheering every tackle, cheering every pass, cheering every mistake by a Berry side. They had lost five in a row and were starting to look like they were not going to be able to dig themselves out of that, even as Chris Casper tried to change things around and occasionally left two men at the back. Indeed, Robbie Garrett had one of the best chances of the second half and would have scored a goal, which, never mind goal of the season, would have been goal of the millennium. Got the ball deep in his own half and just surged forwards, beat umpteen men, sweared to the left, then cut back into the centre, got himself somehow from deep in his own half to the edge of the Berry area, but blasted his shot over. As the time wore on, Berry trying to throw the kitchen sink at Wrexham. A massive scramble saw McEverly hacking the ball clear as it was rolling towards the goal line. McEverly actually was pressed for a while into action as a left back, and his efforts all over the pitch were magnificent and rightly rewarded by the sponsor's Man of the Match award. Although he did spend longer at left back than he really ought to have done, disgracefully, straight after the second red card, McEverly filling in at left back. Brian Carey wanted to bring on Mike Williams to try and relieve the situation, and he couldn't because the fourth official, for some reason, was down by the corner flag with a Berry substitute so McCavity could easily have been exposed in that position. Anyway, Barry trying to push on more and more. Bishop managed a nice little nod back to Pugh, who lashed wide from 18 yards. But in the last minute, when a substitute spate as a shot, which was destined for the bottom right corner until Ruddy got across to push it round for a corner, it looked like Wrexham had managed to hang on to what would have been an absolutely incredible three points. However, in the 92nd minute, they were denied. A long throw in again by Challoner. McEverly jumped at the near post. His header, though, hit a defender. Ricocheted kindly then for Glynhurst on the edge of six-yard box, and he pivoted and lashed it past the helpless Ruddy and into the net. A cruel outcome for Wrexham. Maybe a good point in the circumstances, but so close to getting all three. But, I mean, Brian Carey can go into the dressing room now with his head held high and he can speak to his Wrexham players and he can say, you know, don't let your heads drop. It was a, it was a really, really good performance. We didn't deserve to, 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 to lose those two points. You know, we should, we should have been taking all three. And credit to every, every player that finished the game for Wrexham. They played the hard, so never thought I'd say that Lee McEvely especially, I thought he did that. He was absolutely fantastic. Tried to be a little bit too cute, I think, a couple of times, which which cost us, which could have cost us dear earlier on. But I think, on the whole, I mean, there's not there's not one Wrexham fan who's in, this, in, in the race course tonight who's going to go away and say that Wrexham didn't perform today. Absolutely, I mean, it was a really heroic performance. And with the big crowd and with the cut prices, hopefully this this, this uh, campaign can gain momentum to get fans in for the next home match and rouse the team. The trouble we've got is that the next home match, obviously, is the 31st of March. It's Mansfield. It's, it's, it's a long way away. And, you know, we've got a couple of games before that. Possibly one if, if it gets called off an international. But, you know, we've got the potential there, which are two really, really big games, which... Are well, to be honest, they're possible defeats, aren't they? Mm. But what we need is we need the six and a half thousand Wrexham fans that were here tonight to come back out in force on the 31st of March and really show the players what this club means to the fans and how passionate they're going to be and how they want to be seeing that passion again to keep this club in the Football League. You say about passion as well. I mean, all over the pitch, there are players showing passion, but Neil Roberts up front, for example, goodness me, he fought like a Trojan, didn't he? Absolutely. I mean, he, he was he was dead in his feet at the end of the game and, and not you know, unsurprisingly, I mean, he, he ran his socks off. He, I mean, he must have covered every millimetre of that pitch in the second half. He, 
he wasn't going to give it up and he's just I think it just goes to show he's a local lad and that's, that's where that passion's in the blood and he's playing for his hometown, hometown side and he just doesn't want to lose it was an incredible night wasn't it really if they show that passion though you've got to hope that they'll drag themselves out of the hole won't you I mean I, I'm fairly confident now I mean if, if we can carry on I mean I'm putting performance like with my men alright okay we'll, we'll, we'll peg back but I mean you just look at Garrett's run just for, just for the, the ambition and the, the, the want to win to get that second goal I mean it was I mean it was an amazing run it was down the left and into the centre but it must have been about three or four men and okay the shot wasn't the best but yeah they go and it was it, 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 his head hasn't dropped you know we had two players sent off at this time and they still wanted to go forward when they could obviously they didn't want to push it forward too much because get caught on the counter attack and it would have been one one a lot sooner but I mean, fair play to every one of the Ducks players I can't say it enough you know, they, they really showed today that they really do want the club to survive. It was a heroic performance. Let's see more of them in the future. But that just really was a night to remember. Final score, Wrexham 1, Berry 1. Brian Carey certainly had plenty to reflect on after that. What do you think of it, Brian? Um, it's, um, it's, I think it's a magnificent result under the circumstances. And... Um, that's that's what I've got to take out of it really. With nine minutes, it's a terrific result because when you go down to nine minutes, you shouldn't have a hope really. And uh, they were unable to break us down. I mean, we had a lot of luck. You know, people talk about we've not had any luck. I think we had loads of luck tonight. All the bad luck we've had, we've had all the good luck tonight in, in, in that sense uh, when we went down to, to nine men. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm delighted with the point at the end of it. In looking at the dismissals, um, first of all, Chris Llewellyn's. Were there any, any arguments about that one? No, not, none whatsoever. None whatsoever. It's um, it's cost us dearly. Are you, are you disappointed oh, in, in him? Yeah, totally, totally disappointed in him because it's happened before. And um, the stupid thing about it, he's just not learned his lesson. What? I, mean, what? I think, having said that, having said that, I think I don't think the um, the referee helped the situation with a lot of the things that went on tonight. And both managers were in, green, in total agreement at the end at that uh, how the game was was refereed but that's something we're listening to after every game of football these days and you know that's that's a matter for other people what, what have you said to Chris Lowry? I've just I've just spoke to Chris and, and you know he's let everybody down there he's absolutely let everybody down and um, but what a reaction from the players that were left on the pitch behind him to, to fight for the cause and I don't think you know anybody can label anything towards the nine players that were left on the pitch because they were heroes the nine of them you, you've mentioned Chris Llewellyn. What about Ryan Valentine? I mean, one blow and then followed by another. Yeah, you know, it's the same area of the pitch, and, and just it was reckless more than anything else. I can't really comment on that one because I, I can't really, I haven't really seen exactly. You know, it's difficult to see where I'm standing. It, it looked reckless, but you know, it, it, it's, I'll have to see that again before I comment on that. Ian, there, there were some heroic performances out there. You must have felt two minutes into it, added time. Ironically, when the crowd had held on to the ball as well, you conceded the goal. Yeah, and I think you know if you look at the second half, we we probably had the best chance with nine men. When Robbie Gower ran the full end of the pitch, and um, you know we could have easily won the game two 0 but it hasn't happened. Um, I'm, I'm delighted with the point, but um, you know this was a game I earmarked for winning really. Lee McEvely popped up with another goal for you as well, which is a big plus. Yeah, that's great. It's four goals he got in the last few weeks, and uh, he's in a good run of form. And his attitude has been terrific, and he's worked really, really hard with his game. And um, yeah, he's a big player for us now. You've mentioned the character of the side, which was immense. If they show that character between now and the end of the season, you've got no problems. That's you? something I've just said to you and myself in there that, uh, that those qualities you've showed there at the end, um, you know, you know what 
and what we need. And um, you know, long may that continue. Crowd played its part as well. They were like when you were down to nine men, like a tenth man for you. Weren't Absolutely, they? you know, things are not going right for them in the chair, and you just think it's not going to be their night. And um, you know, I think big, big thank you for everybody that's turned up tonight. Hopefully, they've seen. Um, They've certainly seen an adventurous game of football, whatever, whatever you, you know, ever else about sendings off and all, and all that. But um, hopefully they'll come back and keep cheering us on till the end of the year. That's given you big problems now, I think, Brian. With the yeah, it is. And it's, the it's, Steve it's, off as well. Is, Steve and, you know, and they'll probably be, um, you know, the lads that probably would go away with Wales probably um, would make a difference now. So we may have another game. The Bristol Rovers another probably will be on. But, uh, you know, we, we've got to deal with that. Did you feel the uh, the crowd holding on to the ball at the end had an effect on the, on the goal, you know, breaking concentration and that? Because they held on to it for I, a long I time. I, I don't know really. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. It's, it's hard to say. I don't think I don't think that that's the case. You know, um, I can't blame the crowd for anything tonight. The crowd was terrific. Just a word about Robbie Garrett. Twice he made two fantastic runs: one down the right, one down the le uh, left, and through the middle. Had he scored, yeah. it would have been one of the all-time great goals here, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have been. It would have been, and that's what he's like. He's a tenacious little character, and he, he did really, really, really well. And he, you know, in, in adversity, he just excels and he, he digs in. He's got a real, real big heart, you know. Neil Roberts saw it as a point one under the circumstances. Neil, in, in the context of the game, everything that went on. In many ways, a point is a good result, but I suppose you're desperately disappointed to concede so late on. Yeah, we were. I think um, I think that says a little bit about the performance that you know we thought that we um, we deserved the three points, and you know I, I personally I, I thought we were going to hang on in there, and obviously they put us under pressure, um, but I thought that we defended you know from uh, from front right to the back superbly, um, and we were desperately unlucky to concede late on. People talk about heart, character, grit, determination in the situation Wrexham find themselves in. The nine players left on the field certainly showed that to me. Yeah, I thought so. I thought, um, you know, that's what um, that's the basics. We've been saying it for the last couple of weeks that maybe we've got away from that a little bit and uh, trying to play, um, trying to play probably a little bit too much football. Um, but I thought today the you know the attitude and performance of um, of the lads was um, was top class. Leading one nil at half time. Um, no real sign of what was to come. The sendings off. Uh, thoughts of the players. Um, I think um, I think it's one of those where you know they'll have to have a look at the video and and then you know um, and then make a decision on it. I mean, I was I was I was close to both of them to be honest with you, and um, you know I felt the referee kind of um, maybe was a little bit too hasty in producing the red card. I thought he could have discussed it with his linesman a little bit a little bit more, but um, he decided not to and. Um, he took me one. He took me to one side and said he just felt that it was a straight red. So, you know, there's, once he's given it, there's, um, you've just got to get on with it and deal with it. It's not just about tonight, though. I mean, the, the suspensions that follow up are a real blow for for the squad. They are, yeah. It's a massive blow. Um, you know, they're two they're two massive players for us, Ryan and uh, Chris Llewellyn. So, you know, we're going to miss them. But, you know, it's it's happened now. You've got to get on with it. And uh, the lads that come into the side that take their place, um, it's up to them now to, you know to perform as, as well as they can and, and stay in the team You must have felt that you had held on for, for the three points it was so late again Yeah I did you know I mean obviously they were their, their throw-ins were like a like a corner for them um, so you know you're defending them for 90 minutes it was uh, full credit that we you know that we didn't lose at the end of the day um, 
they were uh, they were throwing balls in the box every chance they got. Um, but like I said before, we uh, I thought we defended really well, and there's plenty of positives that we can take out of the game today. You must have taken a lot from the backing you had from the crowd as well, especially when you went down to nine men. They did everything to cheer you on and lift you. They did, yeah. I thought they were superb, and uh, you know it shows that it shows the support that we've got here. It's, um, you know, I, I think we're a massive club. I think we're, you know, we're in a false position, um, which is down to the players. We haven't performed well enough this season. Um, but you know, I, I think if there was a performance where, you know, we could show the fans what, you know, what it means to us to stay in this league, then I think that was it tonight. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the next, uh, the next home game that we get the support again because, you know, it does make a difference. You could see that tonight. So, um, hopefully they'll, uh, they'll decide to come back and, you know, get tickets for the next game. Backing quality shown tonight should see you through, shouldn't they? Um, well, I mean, it, you know, like I said before, we, if, if we can show that sort of attitude in every game, um, you know, that should be first and foremost. You know, you work hard, and then you, you get the rewards more often than not if you if you work harder than the opposing team. So, um, you know, it, that's something that, like I said, we've got away from a little bit, and uh, you know, we've got the likes of Joey and Brian Carey, who, um, you know, as players, they, um, you know, they thrived on that and had a lot of success with it. So. Um, you know, we've got to drum it into ourselves that we need to do that every game from now to the end of the season and uh, uh, go, go on from what is a positive point at the end of the day. I don't think I don't think we should look at the negatives. I think we should say, you know, we've we've, we've got a point with nine men at the end of the day because I think it was 30 minutes, maybe a little bit more that we played with nine men. So, um, you know, I'm going away tonight. Uh, definitely positive. No idea how to what to make of that really. Point one, two points lost. All I do know. Hell of an effort. If we can show our sort of spirit for the rest of the season, surely we'll be able to dig in and survive. We've been Rich Holmes and Mark Rivers and the Wrexham Supports Association's Hospital Broadcast. The final whistle was brought to you by Wrexham Supports Association's Hospital Broadcast.